0: Welcome to SPINFL! Sup, y'all! It's Jonathan Rollins. Skip and Sara. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. How you doing up there, man? Skip's up in uh, Lulio. Yeah,
1: uh, doing pretty good. I've been up here for a while. Um, it's been uh, pretty cold, pretty snowy. Um, oh, it's snowing what, up there? Well, it was, but then I woke up this morning and now it's like... It's like five plus today, so uh, it's looking a little dangerous out there. You got the snow falling off the rooftops and all that shit, and it's like it's a lot of (laughs) snow—big old chunks of snow like coming down. So you gotta you gotta keep looking up in the sky to make sure you're not getting ready to get fucking smacked in the head with a giant icicle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow! Remember the icicle on uh, the Phantom Icicle on a Christmas Story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to pokes his eye out. <laughs> one of my favorite movies, man. I watch that every Christmas.
1: That's a good one. No, but it's yeah. been good. We've been having a good time and, um, yeah, doing a little, you know, making a little TV magic up here.
0: Nice, man. Uh, full disclosure to all of our listeners that mm. we have done this this week already. <laughs>
1: yeah, this is take two.
0: Uh luckily I had well luckily or unluckily, I hadn't prepared fully. So we were just right. gonna do a episode about news and rumors and then we were gonna do the uh the uh the autopsy of the AFC South later. And now we're gonna just combine both. Yeah. So this is gonna be a packed episode because shit's going down in the NFL that we need to talk about. And hopefully I can remember the jokes that we made.
1: Yeah. I'm sure we can, or we'll just tell new ones.
0: Um, <laughs> right? uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. I wrote down all my jokes, so I'll just make it sound. <laughs> <laughs> <You take laughs> I'm, I'm a professional. Skip.
1: <laughs> right, right. You are the stand-up comedian <laughs> in the bunch, now, so you're taking notes. I'm just making this shit up as I go.
0: Man, that's even more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, he wrote those white-ass jokes? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, we'll start with the news, man. Um, good thing we're doing the AFC South because the biggest trade thus far in the offseason has already happened. What? What happened? <laughs> the, the man, the myth, the legend, Carson Wentz, <laughs> <laughs> is now a member of the Indianapolis Colts, which was probably the most alluring job, I'd say, open quarterback positions that was uh, out yeah. there. Right? What would you say? Yeah, well,
1: I would say considering how good the Colts uh, were on both sides of the ball Sorry, uh this past season, it felt like the one thing they were missing. Um, it's so hard to say. You know, it's weird it, – uh, what's his name? Phillip Rivers. I mean, I don't know. It's weird to say that he's not a good quarterback because, I mean, statistically he is a very good quarterback. Right. He throws he throws like a, you know, a retarded eight-year-old. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, but he is good. I mean, he was good. But I just don't think he – I don't think he was the answer to put the Colts over – over the top. Maybe he was the best available thing that they had, or that they could get their hands on
0: uh, at the I, time. But I, I, would I wouldn't say- have said he was either when they grabbed. They grabbed him pretty early in the off last year, and yeah, I remember being true. a little confused about that.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, but um, I think he took them. He did better than I expected. Right. Preseason, he did better than I expected. I thought he was going to be just dead armed out there, but you know, but he still did some Philip Rivers this shit. He made the tackle of the year. Oh, tackle! Yeah. Tackle oh, attempt! God, that
1: was—I so, forgot all about that. That was so great.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that going for him. He just uh, got
1: walked on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Almost, almost hit somebody's thigh. As they <laughs> jumped over him. That was one of the
1: worst tackles of the year. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so he's got that. He gave us that. So don't ever say Philip Rivers has done nothing for you.
1: <laughs> he was like a 200-year-old turtle just lying on his back, <laughs>
0: and then throwing his leg up like that. Oh, it's great! It's great.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, only topped by Daniel Jones's uh, attempt to run to the end zone. Oh yeah, that's right. You're right. <laughs> Quarterbacks yeah. gave us some some uh, good times this year.
1: Yeah, he was fucking 20 yards in the clear, and he just
0: busted his face. <laughs> <That was hilarious. laughs> Yeah. So, uh, but that's a uh, that's a. Uh, I think if uh, if we, a lot of times they talk about who won the trade, but I feel like both teams kind of got what they needed.
1: Yeah. So, well, okay. the Officially, they trade Carson Wentz. The uh, uh, Philly trades Carson Wentz to Colts for a third round pick and a conditional second round pick. And if I can remember correctly, I think the conditional second round pick if he plays a certain percent like 70% of the snaps and if he mm. holds the playoffs then it turns into a first round pick. Is that
0: yeah. right? Yeah, based on his performance. Oh yeah, I can I, I shouldn't say this is the biggest trade because the Stafford golf thing is a little bigger than this I would say.
1: Mm, yeah, it's probably well, it's probably a more interesting
0: swap. Yeah. Right. It's
1: actually, We're swapping two actual human persons.
0: Right, right, exactly. Yeah.
1: But th- I would say that this is um on paper it seems like a really good fit. Uh yeah. I mean obviously a lot of people are putting a lot of weight into the fact that Carson Wentz is going to be re- reunited with Frank Wright who was his offensive coordinator in Philly when they you know when he had this MVP type season and and the year they won the Super Bowl I guess. Um but I think um <clears throat> Yeah, it's it's also one of those trades where you're not really going to know who really won this trade until you see how how well Carson Wentz plays. I mean, it, it, what a weird story he's been to go from being an MVP to being like the most sacked and most intercepted quarterback in the NFL. So, uh,
0: has that ever have you ever seen or can you remember a quarterback turning it around twice mm. doing a 360, going from really good to then really bad and then back to really good? Trying to think about it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I, I'm not sure
1: I've ever seen one someone go that low, and then turn around. I mean, Tom Brady didn't have a very good year of the year before he went to Tampa Bay, but that's—I wouldn't say he went as low as Carson Wentz did this past year.
0: But he didn't return to his glory days either. Not really. I mean, he so, won a
1: Super Bowl all by yeah. himself.
0: Apparently. I know, right? Well, I mean, like he—it wasn't a. Um, you know what i mean they they won that as a team and
1: it's not a fair comparison right the answer is no i i don't remember anyone ever
0: doing that um that's what i'm wondering would like i can't remember anyone doing it either would this be you know there's been a lot of weird stories surrounding
1: this trade too because and it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to know which ones to believe and which one's not to believe? Yeah. Apparently Wentz and Doug Peterson, the Eagles coach, uh, uh, were not on speaking terms for half of the season, which seems a little, like, <laughs> really? Uh,
2: yeah, that's, that's, weird.
1: that's That doesn't really, sh- I don't understand how that's possible given that Doug Peterson was like trying to stick up for Carson Wentz all year and didn't want to play Jalen Hurts. Like- right. So they're not on speaking terms and yet he won't put... Jalen Hurts in the game. Like, I, I I don't know. There's a lot of weird stories coming out of Philly right now. But maybe I shouldn't be surprised because Philadelphia has to be, like, the worst sports uh, town, or Pennsylvania in general, uh, has to be the worst sports uh, state on the planet. I mean, the way that they eat their – like the way you can go from hero to, like, pariah, like, oh, yeah. just in a heartbeat.
0: Um, I uh, think still Steelers fans – they're pretty loyal and and pretty reasonable, right? Oh, no.
1: well, I know. Well, yeah, maybe, but I, I think probably more so because Steelers fans at least have some history of success, right? right? Whereas the Eagles um, have a history of disappointment. Yeah. You know, so I think they're they're much quicker to kind of um, sort of eat their own, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think Philly fans are the worst.
0: They're the worst. <laughs> I,
1: I hate the, the Eagles fans, the Flyers fan. They're the same fucking people. They suck ass.
0: What's the baseball team? The Phillies.
1: Yeah. Does anybody care about the Phillies?
0: <laughs> when I lived up there in like oh eight, oh nine ish, they were a pretty popular team.
1: What's that weird mascot they have? He was like the most popular mascot in baseball. I don't even remember what he's called, but he's some kind of weird green creature dressed up in the Phillies. Uh, oh baseball. really?
0: I don't. I don't know. Who watches baseball, man? I almost fell asleep when you mentioned them. I know. So, Again, <laughs> <laughs> oh baseball. Uh, yeah. So that's there's that. What else happened in the news?
1: Well, I think one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting, and we we talked about this before, was so on the Eagles' side of this trade, you now pretty much assume that Jalen Hurts is going to be the starting quarterback. But there has been a lot of chatter about them. You know, they have a pretty high draft pick. Um, And there is this rumor that they are going to perhaps maybe try to draft another quarterback or try to get like maybe even try to pinch like a Jacoby Brissett and bring him something to give some like competition to Jalen Hurts.
0: Um, And could you do more to show a quarterback that you don't really believe in him than he's done with Jalen Hurts? That's
1: sort of, you know, in, in one in one universe, I'm all in favor of quarterback competition i think that you know i i think it can push you know the the presumable starter to play better uh and to take take less for granted but i just don't feel like i feel like that's more applicable for like someone who's like in the middle of their career or or someone who maybe is towards the end of their career this kid i think you need to I think you need to lift this kid up. I think you need to put Jalen Hurts on a pedestal. I think you need to make him feel like he has the chance to be uh, their franchise quarterback Um, because they certainly didn't treat him very well in, in this past season. I don't think. I mean, it's not like he came in and just sort of like took over the league, but he played a hell of a lot better than Carson Wentz did.
0: Right. And not many play worse than Winston. So could this be a lose-lose situation for all teams?
1: I just think the Eagles are going to figure out some kind of way to fuck this up. Now, now I understand what the, the one thing that I would sort of understand is if they go out and get some other backup, some exist, some guy like Jacoby Brissett. That would yeah. make sense to me, right? You have him kind of, or, or like a you know Ryan Fitzpatrick situation, right, like right. you know kind of a, like a mentor. But also can step in and actually play real snaps uh, Mm -hmm. in the event that Jalen Hurts gets injured. But if they decide to take one of these fucking hotshot dudes out of the draft, I'm like, what are you doing? You just, (laughs) you've got one of those already, Jalen Hurts. Like, the guy's like one of the top five quarterbacks uh, coming into the draft last year. Uh, And now you want to. And you took a pretty high pick.
0: You used a, a pretty high pick on him, right?
1: Exactly, so I, you know, I think the, the thing I like about Jalen Hurts is that this kid has proven himself even when people have, have doubted him. He used to be the starting quarterback for, uh, uh, for Alabama, I think. It was. Alabama,
0: then Oklahoma.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he used to be starting quarterback for Alabama, and then he lost the job to Tua, to, to Tua and then he transfers to Oklahoma. Uh, and does great there. So this is a kid who he knows what it's like when people don't believe in him. And, and this kid's going to play like like he's got a chip on his shoulder, like he's got something to prove. I don't think you need to bring in any kind of quarterback competition to to like motivate this kid to play well. I think he's already going to be like super motivated to prove that he belongs in the NFL. So I think the Eagles might shoot themselves in the foot by trying to put too much pressure on him, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll see, man. I don't know about Peterson. I thought he was the next genius, but.
1: Well, he's not even there anymore, isn't he? Didn't he get fired? He got oh, fired? yeah. He got fired. Yeah, that's true. He got fired after the Eagles saying they weren't going to fire him.
0: That's true. Yeah, but they probably found out that he wasn't talking to the quarterback for half a yeah. year. Yeah, maybe. And then uh, the end of the season when he did that bullshit in the final game.
1: That was – yeah, they kept saying, yeah, 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 exactly. When he kind of uh, – <laughs> when he pulled Jalen Hurts and put in the third-string quarterback. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, no, we're not going to fire him for that. And then reports about the rest of the team having to be physically restrained because they wanted to kill Doug Peterson after the game. Yeah. And then like, a week later, they're like, oh, yeah, actually, we yeah, he's fired.
0: <laughs> wow. So the Eagles actually could like kind of reboot, over. It makes sense though with the way they're doing it. They got eight picks in the draft, and yeah, so maybe they're uh, starting all over, man.
1: It's not like it's going to be that hard. I mean, mean, the NFC East was famously the worst, uh, you know, division in, uh, maybe even the worst division in NFL history, right? How bad were they? (laughs) I mean. Yeah, that's true. So we'll see. I don't know. What's going on with the Deshaun Watson thing? Is anything happening there?
0: Uh, they're saying that this reportedly he's willing to, uh, waive his no trade clause. Meaning? Get me the fuck out of here. I don't even want to have to sign off on it. Just get Uh me out of here.
1: Okay. Wow. If
0: if that's true, then that's what he's saying. So that's the latest I saw today.
1: I had read that the Panthers were trying to make a big push to get him. Um, in the last week, I think they dumped, what did it say? I read I think they dumped like twenty million in yeah. cap space.
0: Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. If he goes there, that could be fun. And uh, as we learned last yeah. week, yeah, as we learned last week, they uh, Bridgewater, or as we talked about in uh, autopsy, you know, oh. Bridgewater might not be the the answer. I don't.
1: Yeah, I don't think Bridgewater was ever the answer for any of the teams that he played
0: for. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, um, maybe he could have been for New Orleans, okay. but they didn't want to turn the page on Drew Brees. You know what?
1: You're probably right about that. It was kind of bad timing. I bet if I bet if he was still there, uh, and I mean, everybody seems to assume that. Drew Brees is, is getting ready to announce his retirement. I bet if Bridgewater was still there, they would stick with him. Because now, apparently, they're planning on sticking with Jameis Winston.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. that's a better, that's a more safe uh, decision to go with Bridgewater over. It's kind of similar quarterback, too. Well, I'd rather have Bridgewater Winston. than Jameis Winston. Uh, exactly. For sure. It's more similar to Drew Brees with mm. the efficiency and the intelligence. Like, Winston is a kind of a wild card.
1: Totally. And I think he's
0: dumb Uh, as shit, so. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but, I mean, having Deshaun Watson with the Panthers, that would be – Jesus, that would be an absolute nightmare for the Atlanta Falcons, I think.
0: (laughs) I didn't even think about the Falcons. Of course you did, but, yeah, I didn't even think about that, but, yeah. If you had
1: Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, I guess I wouldn't have to worry that much about Jameis Winston, but still. um, But I feel like Jameis Winston – if Jameis Winston could figure out how to not throw so many goddamn interceptions,
0: um, yeah, took he took a year off. I mean, he basically had a year to just learn under Sean Payton. Can't he's hurt. one of
1: those. He's one of those quarterbacks that I think could make a comeback if he could clean up his, his, you know, that part of his game. The rest of his game is terrifying.
0: Right. Well, here's the thing, though. Um, he wasn't like on top of the world and then dropped to shitty. So I don't think it would be a good example of that. He was just kinda average quarterback and then he can like Tannehill, you know what I mean? Tannehill was Wasn't that the was it the
1: year his last year at Tampa Bay, didn't he throw wasn't it like thirty touchdowns and and thirty interceptions?
0: Yeah, he did that. But before that he wasn't like a, a Pro Bowl candidate, you know? No. He was a decent quarterback, get you a lot of yards, and then that season he just got you a lot of picks and a lot of touchdowns. So
1: I think the Saints might be in trouble actually because aren't don't they have they have like sort of the worst cap space situation to deal with Yeah, right? yeah, they
0: got the worst cap space. Yeah, we went through it last week, man. They yeah. got a bad situation. If anybody wants to hear me dive into the N- a- NFC South uh situation, check last week's episode.
1: All right. So maybe <laughs> the Falcons can finish 3rd this year. That would be awesome.
0: <laughs> well uh if deshaun watson goes out there i would immediately place a bet on uh, carolina to win the division
1: oh yeah 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 because they got a they got some good things going and and if they get especially if they get uh mccaffrey back who didn't play hardly at all this past season
0: all right uh, yeah, we'll but see yeah. what they're made of uh what else going on in the news uh might as well just get it out the way man Xavier howard he's been cleared of everything by the way I know, I read that. I'm a little disappointed, actually. Yeah. I'm
1: happy for you. I'm happy for Xavier and Howard. But I was kind of hoping... So, Okay, so for those of you who don't know, um, it, there has been this case that's been going on for about a year. I was kind of hoping this was going to be our our next DeAndre Baker. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for
0: one. We need a DeAndre Baker story.
1: I know, something that's like a full-on soap opera that just yeah. delivers week after week. Uh, so anyway, um, Xavier Howard's former agent Uh, Who lives in Dunwoody, Georgia, of all places? That's interesting. Um, Yeah, someone shot, someone fired a shot into his house in the middle of the night. Um, And there were several suspects, uh, Xavier Howard being one of them.
0: Um, Xavier Howard is one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL, plays for the Miami Dolphins.
1: That's true. That's also true. Um, But. the case has now been closed and labeled inactive because they don't really have enough evidence to
0: keep investigating it. Another um, thing uh, to throw in there is that last year, Xavier Howard uh, had charges uh, pressed against him for domestic violence, mm-hmm. and the charges were later dropped. So mm-hmm. uh, I think the good thing about this is that both of these situations happened last year, like 20, mm-hmm. 2019. Right, right. Yeah. and uh, it's not like he d- did something again, right? Year after year, so or maybe so they have it, most he haven't done had it a twenty twenty. Yeah. You're saying he just had a rough year,
1: like yeah, man. Know. He learned. I
0: think he learned his lesson for the last thing, and then this thing popped up that he had done before the last thing before he, he learned his lesson. So we can't right. say he's a repeat. You know, knucklehead. So he just had
1: to do like a, a little alleged rape and a little uh <laughs> alleged assassination attempt of his agent and now he's got that off his chest and he's
0: ready for twenty. no that wasn't a rape thing <laughs> i don't want to minimize domestic violence <laughs> oh it, was it wasn't a, a rape thing it was no, like no no it wasn't a rape thing i think you're uh you're, you're mixing up ruffles oh
1: yeah <laughs>
0: No, it wasn't a rape thing. It was a uh, just a uh, domestic violence where he was accused of hitting his girlfriend mm. or something like that.
1: And then trying to shoot his agent,
0: allegedly. Allegedly, uh, was involved in a shooting that we don't need to talk about anymore because case closed. And we we'll gotta case- find something else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I yeah I,
1: we need to find another sort of DeAndre Baker like yeah. um, story. I I thought this was gonna be it, but apparently it's not.
0: Good man. I'm hoping that whatever story we find that we end up following for the whole offseason does not involve a Dolphins player or a Falcons player. Right. For our sanity. Yeah. Because I'd hate to be up here trying to rationalize away some heinous crime for a team right. just because I'm a fan.
1: Well, in um in 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 the better sort of good news category, Rush Limbaugh is dead. <laughs>
0: that's true that's true yeah uh there's a there's a big dilemma about if we should celebrate a death and i personally think that we should we should be like i'm glad this motherfucker's gone
1: i don't even i i i i failed to see the actual dilemma there Uh, (laughs) uh, this guy was a racist fucking douchebag Uh. who
0: um and profited off of it
1: oh very much so and and what a lot of people don't realize is that Limbaugh, okay, so Limbaugh had a radio show from like the late '80s, one of these conservative radio shows, yeah, uh, <clears throat> where he's spewing, you know, racism, sexism, take your pick. Um, <clears throat> but in the mid '90s, he used to have this syndicated TV show. It was like a half-hour show that came on at like one o'clock in the morning, uh, and I remember watching this as a as a young teenager, I I think more than anybody, I think Rush Limbaugh probably turned me into a liberal because I hated (laughs) these guys. Um, and I didn't realize this, but I read this a few days ago, the show that he had on television in the mid nineties, mid to late nineties was actually creative, created by an executive produced by Roger Ailes, who eventually went on to create Fox news. And this, this Limbaugh show, was essentially kind of the test tube project that led to the creation of Fox News.
0: Oh, wow. So they just basically went out and got a bunch of other talking heads to spew different. Uh,
1: yeah. They went out and hired them. a bunch of Rush Limbaugh's. To, okay. To the airwaves of, of Fox News. And that's where you get your Sean Hannity's and your Tucker Carlson's and all that kind of stuff.
0: Bill um, O'Reilly.
1: Uh, exactly. Bill O'Reilly. What was that other guy? Glenn Beck. Oh. Glenn
0: Beck. Yeah. And he's he's kind of turned it to something different now.
1: Yeah, kinda, 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 yeah, kinda no. I mean, he kind of flips back and forth. But yeah. Um, anyway, Rush Limbaugh had a brief stint with ESPN. This more football related, um, where he had his racism on full display when he decided to talk shit about uh, Eagles quarterback Donovan McNabb, who's black, uh, who was black. Yes, he said – this is what he said about McNabb. He said, I think we've we've had – what we've had here is a little social concern in NFL. The media has been very desirous that a black quarterback do well. There's little hope invested in McNabb, and he got a lot of credit for the performance of his team that he didn't deserve. The defense carried this team. Meanwhile, this guy went on to play in like five Pro Bowls.
0: Yeah, uh, (laughs) Super Bowl. uh,
1: Super Bowls uh top 10 uh you know quarterback in the league
0: basically yeah. um uh, and and he's not the first good black quarterback no it's like Warren Moon was out here balling, Randall Cunningham was out here balling, Doug Williams all before McNabb so why would the I mean, it's such a stupid talking point
1: he also said at one point, this was in 2007 on his radio show, he, uh, he said, uh, the NFL all too often looks like a game between the Bloods and the Crips without the weapons. There, I said it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just trying to touch on people's uh, hateful, racist, racist sentiment. Mm. And profiting off of it, man. Fuck that guy. So he's gone, glad of it.
1: Yeah, and shout out to the, uh, I think I, was this Clearwater, Florida? I think it was. Uh, the mayor of Clearwater, Florida, they, I guess, did Rush Limbaugh live down there or something?
0: I don't, I don't know. know.
1: Uh, anyway, they asked him, he must have, or something, because they asked him, they said, oh, Rush Limbaugh died, and why aren't you flying the flag at half mast? And he said, well, because we don't lower the flag for hate.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I love it.
1: So, yeah, shout out to that guy. Uh, because Rush Limbaugh is gone, and the world is a better place for it, in my opinion.
0: Uh, well, I agree. Yeah.
1: Fuck that guy.
0: Fuck, fuck that, guy. that guy. In our in this section that we call, fuck, fuck that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck that guy all day long. <laughs> uh, anything else going on that you want to talk about before we get into the all Well,
1: it feels like the quarterback carousel has kind of slowed down a little bit. But this, yeah, man. But um, but it, I did find it interesting that the Steelers – Appear to be willing to move on from porn addiction.
0: (laughs) Porn addiction rapist. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. (laughs) That being said, I don't think they're gonna let him go. Uh, I think they're gonna bring him back. Uh, That's my hot take.
0: Well, I'm. uh, I'm not surprised. I'm kind of surprised that they're just like. They're not committing to him because most teams would kind of do that. How uh, New Orleans did. But mm-hmm. I think it's a smart thing to do. Like, no, we're not hitching our wagon to this guy that's over the hill, you know?
1: It kind of – I think it's really interesting because he's – I mean, don't forget, the Steelers were were basically three weeks away from going undefeated, right? Or four weeks away from going
0: undefeated. Uh, Five. They were 11-0 before they started losing. Oh, right.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, it was like – I mean, to think that – I mean – by all measures, they still had a good season. I, I think. Yeah. I you've said it many times. I think that you're right. I think they peaked at the wrong time, yeah. um, and they just couldn't. Um, you know,
0: all that jerking off, they just couldn't
1: couldn't do it anymore.
0: <laughs> You know, you can only uh, jerk
1: off so many times in one day You uh, know what
0: I mean Sorry, I masturbate to, underhand, throw it overhand, my arm is done
1: Yeah, exactly He's, He needs to start doing the stranger and jerking off his
0: left hand <laughs> Yeah, he did the other stranger where he sat on his right hand And it just
1: <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if he paints his nails when he jerks off <laughs> <laughs> You know, because that's the thing So you can be like, look down at it and think Oh yeah, that's a chick Jerks me
0: off. <laughs> a chick with masculine NFL hands. <laughs>
1: yeah, a chick with fingers the size of fucking sausages. <laughs>
0: uh, so, uh, so, but I, I do think it'll be a shrewd move not to bring him back, but it seems like it's the right thing to do. And uh, Pittsburgh, or oh, to not commit to him, but Pittsburgh mm-hmm. seems to do the right thing more often than not. I would say, besides I kicking see. him out the league back when he was. Uh, <laughs> When he yeah was, uh, improper like that
1: I gotta imagine he's back next year I, I don't see them coming back without him next
0: year or maybe he retires remember he was talking about retiring two years ago Yeah, that's true so maybe he does that uh, but I can't I don't know man I can't see him taking them anywhere
1: yeah and it's not like Mason Rudolph is ready to
0: step into his shoes um, uh, especially if they're if they're playing J.J. Uh, Watt and uh, <laughs> Miles uh, Miles Garrett twice a year. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, a... God,
1: that story's gotten quiet too. The J.J. Watt story. Yeah. Um <clears throat> but he wants out. In, uh, if he winds up in Cleveland, that's gonna be that's gonna be one hell of a defensive line, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm not i uh, I'm not a what's his name believer yet. The quarterback over there, what's his name? That they they force feed us every week. Oh, Baker Mayfield. I'm not a Baker Mayfield believer. I'm not a Baker believer.
1: Talk about somebody who needs some QB competition. I think that Good point. Right? I would he's a perfect candidate for QB competition because again, like you said, they've been force feeding us the fact that Baker Mayfield is, you know, like a top ten quarterback and he's he's a little streaky, you know what I mean? Like he yeah. has he has these moments where it's like, damn, that guy's good uh and then the next week you're like fuck what's wrong with him what's he doing now
0: <laughs> like, yeah uh, yeah because he's not quite he's not johnny manziel but then, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but he's also not you know a top 10 quarterback either
1: i will see i'm really interested to see if the browns can follow up their success from this year uh because that was a really fun kind of feel-good story to see them finally not be like the worst team in the league for once, yeah
0: <laughs> yeah uh shout out uh by the way to um I did this uh, voiceover gig or whatever um, mm. for um, this company. And when I went in, this guy answered the door, and he was told me that he was a listener to FL, man.
1: Oh, uh, that's so cool.
0: Yeah, so shout out to him, man. That Is was, that the uh, first time
1: you've ever been recognized for doing the podcast?
0: Yeah, first time for yeah? me, man. Yeah, yeah. So I always get recognized from other shit, but never for Never somebody who I didn't say, hey, man, check my podcast out, and they like it. But this was somebody who liked it and then told me. So, yeah, I've uh, yet
1: to be recognized because of the podcast.
0: So listeners um, out there, if you see us out in the streets, say what's up, man. Don't be shy. Uh, it feels good.
1: And if you're a Bucks fan, at least sort of, like, give me
0: a warning that you're coming my way. <laughs> I, you know. Or they just punch you in the face.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Get sucker punched by a Bucks fan on the subway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it uh is it autopsy time? Is there anything left or should we uh can I jump right in, man? I did my research finally.
1: Yeah, let's let's do it. We're talking about the AFC
0: South. South, yes. AFC South autopsy. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so uh, I'll start. We're doing it alphabetically, so there was no favoritism shown whatsoever, alphabetically by mascot name. Mm. So uh, we're going to start with the Colts.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. The Colts, uh, their finish was a wild card loss to the Buffalo Bills, mm. which I would say is a heart attack as a middle-aged person. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't, you know...
1: I'd say it's a pretty respectable way to go that's, out. That's, that's kind of a
0: respectable way to go out. Or, maybe, or what do you think? That So they die... Of old age, but just not too old. You know what I mean. I was a heart heart attack. Mm. It's kind of sudden, and wild card loss, man. That's still the first you just got into the playoffs, so you're still kind of young. You know what I mean. And it was a good game too, if I remember correctly. It was a good game, but you know, so it's just like, oh, he was he was living a good life, and then it just yeah. ended kind of suddenly. Mm. That's why I say that.
1: Yeah, maybe like a yeah. like they died in a like a horrible game of chicken that just went terribly wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, uh, they hid in the freezer while playing hide-and-seek. <laughs> <laughs> Never got That's found. That's good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Jeselnik has a joke about that. They, at least they died a winner. <laughs> uh, so, uh, division ranked, they came in second place in the division in the AFC South with an mm-hmm. 11-5 and record, which is very respectable.
2: As far as the league,
0: offensive rank was 10th, and mm. defensive rank, they were 8th. So that's mm-hmm. a pretty good team all around. You know, it's a well-rounded team.
2: hmm yeah.
0: Uh, and this was why we were saying that they're a hot spot for quarterbacks, which uh, now Carson Wentz is there. Uh, notable free agents, T.Y. Hilton, wide receiver, mm. one of the mm-hmm. better wide receivers in the league. Justin, he was good. Justin Houston, edge player, edge defender. Danico mm-hmm. Autry, edge. Xavier Rhodes, cornerback. T.J. Carey, cornerback. Trey Burton, tight end. Anthony mm-hmm. Walker, Jr., linebacker. Al-Khadeen Mohamed, mm-hmm. edge. These are all good players. Mo Ali Cox, tight end. You probably know most of those names. That's what's kind of scary about their notable free agents.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: draft position, they, they're they picking number 21. And mm-hmm. They have six total picks in the 2021 draft. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, so that's one less than normal. Uh, Third-round pick went to the Eagles, and that's why they don't have six. Because mm-hmm. of uh, Carson Wentz. And that's conditional for next year.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: Um, Offseason needs. They need a left tackle. They need mm-hmm. an edge, as you probably guessed from the uh, free agency. Uh, cool. corner Cornerback and wide receiver. And their salary cap situation. Check this out. Mm. They, they have $43.6 million available in cap space.
1: No shit.
0: Yeah, man. And only 237000 in dead money. So that wow. Means they've been making pretty good moves, man. And, wow. Uh, yeah. So my summary here is uh, the Colts find themselves in a very favorable position to make a deep run in 2021. They have a lot of decisions to make as free agency approaches, but their cap space allows for them to re-sign whatever players they want as well as go after some proven players on the market, mm. the Carson Wentz signing makes a lot of sense considering his familiarity with the coach, and in turn the system. If he can upgrade, if he can be an upgrade to Rivers' play last year, and the defense return to their dominance, then the sky's the limit for this team.
1: Yeah, this could be a really um, interesting year for the Colts because one of the things that I like the most about this Carson Wentz. Uh, the, the way I think he'll fit into the Colts better is that, you know, they have one of the best running back duos in the league. The oh, Colts.
0: yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor
1: uh, and Naheem Hines. Those yeah. two guys were just running it down people's throats all year long. Yeah. Uh, especially Jonathan Taylor, that guy, the way he would like, he would hit people. Like, as soon as he crossed the line, he would just run dudes over. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And they're so both I think, young. That's a good thing because, and they're you know, still on their rookie contract. I was going to yeah. say their rookie contract. So that's a, that's, a, that's why they're uh, that's why the cap looks so good, man. They they've been drafting well and getting uh, it's a pretty young team, man. That's good good for them. They look good, man. I think it will be good for Carson Wentz
1: to feel like he doesn't have to do everything by himself.
0: Um, I think, yeah. I think a, a good futures bet for those gamblers out there is uh, Colts to win that division. I yeah. And you could probably parlay that with a team that's like definitely going to win a division like the Dolphins or something like that. I don't know. (laughs)
1: You you don't think the Jags are going to win this division?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you could put like Colts and I don't know. It'll be tough to a definite division winner. I don't know any other. That might be the one definite division win. Mm -hmm. I can't think of another. I still think Tennessee is,
1: yeah, whatever. We'll get to their autopsy, but
0: yeah. All right. Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, their finish was—they uh, missed the playoffs <laughs> early. What, what was their what was their record, Jonathan? Uh, they, they they finished uh, fourth in the division and last in the NFL with a one in fifteen record. Oh, so I'd say their death is uh, comparable to died of SIDS as a baby, and, right? Uh, <laughs> the all, sudden infant mm. death syndrome. The only yeah. reason it's not uh, a full on uh, what's it called when you're dead at birth, uh, stillborn. Uh-huh. is uh, they they won the first game of the season. <laughs>
1: they did. They beat so the Colts they, in their first game of the season. Yes. Yeah, so everybody was really
0: excited for them, and then boom. Uh, offensive rank, 28th. Defensive yeah. rank, 31st. Wow. Notable. Wow. <laughs> and then notable free agents, DJ Hayden, cornerback, Tyler Eifert, tight end, Keelan Cole, wide receiver, Chris Conley, wide receiver, Cam Robinson, left tackle, Tyler Shatley, center. Mike Glennon, quarterback. I don't even know why I wrote him on there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said notable. James O'Shaughnessy, tight end. Pretty good. Dwayne Smoot, edge. Adam Gottsis, edge. Josh Jones, safety. And Trey Herndon, quarterback. The reason I put these notable is, is people that get a lot of snaps on the team. Mm. That's why I put them. Uh, draft position. They are, believe it or not, number one. Yeah. In the draft. They have 10 total draft picks. Wow. Yeah, two picks uh, in the first round, first and 25th. And uh, everyone expects them to select Trevor Lawrence with the first pick. Their offensive needs, I put everything. (laughs) 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 Well, offseason. Offseason needs, everything. But then, seriously, (laughs) left tackle, safety, defensive line, and wide receiver are where they're hurt the most. Uh, the salary cap situation, <laughs> uh, as expected, they have the best salary cap situation in the NFL.
2: Mm.
0: $82 million in cap space right now. Mm. Wow. A- and $4.2 million in dead money. So uh, I don't expect them, as as I hardly uh, recognize any of those players on the notable free agents. I don't know how mm. many of those are going to get signed, uh, re-signed to the team. And uh, having a new coach means that they don't have any ties to any players, any allegiance. So they're just basically probably going to start all over and increase their cap space and just... They could go nuts, man. Here's the sum- summary. Mm. Jacksonville shocked everyone by defeating the Colts in the first game of the 2020 season. They then then played down to their expectations and lost the remaining 15 games. Mm. This team had spent last offseason offloading talent, naturally losing 15 games resulted in Doug Maroney being fired, and now Urban Meyer is at the helm of this rebuild. There couldn't be a better situation for a coach to walk into. Jacksonville has the most cap space in the league and have acquired 10 draft picks for this April. Meyer can build the team as he sees fit. The amount of free agents on the roster gives Meyer even more flexibility. However, he's already gotten some negative attention in February with a controversial hire and eventual resignation of an assistant mired in rumors of racist actions in the college coaching ranks. There's no telling if top free agent players will be knocking down the door to play for Meyer. They might, however, want to see what the much heralded quarterback Trevor Lawrence is all about, as he is likely the future face of the franchise. Jacksonville will be mm. interested in watch. the strip down to the bare bones and set up for success in the not so far off future. Uh, I personally don't think this is going to work out with Urban Meyer.
1: Mm. I, it is a very interesting. <clears throat> I mean, I, I can't. I, I struggle to remember a time when a coach was coming to a team and had uh, that much room to put his. His his prints on the team like yeah. this really is going to be Urban Meyer's team. Whatever, whatever it is, it's going to be all his, and yeah. he's not going to have he's not going to have anyone to blame. Yeah. I mean, the bad thing when you have all that money and that cap space and um, and all that room to build a team um, is you know sometimes when you got too much money to spend, you you think you're spending it on the right shit and you don't. Yeah. Um, I mean yeah. Trevor Lawrence is obviously. Great quarterback. Um, I, I just hope they can put some money into their offensive line so that they don't, so they don't do like what the Bengals did to Joe Burrow this past year and and basically broke this kid midway through the season. Well,
0: I mean, uh, they can't. They can't. I mean, if you're building a team from scratch with 82 million and 10 draft picks, the one thing you should walk away, you should start the season with is a good offensive line. There's agreed. No, there's no reason not to have a good offensive line. Agreed. So there, uh, I, I personally, I just don't think Urban Meyer is gonna be is cut out for the NFL. Just the, the decision and hiring that dude when he mm. could have hired anybody else, mm. it just shows a tone deafness that um a college coach can have that you just can't have in the NFL. Uh, leading these grown ass men that'll be like fuck you, dude. Yeah. So hopefully, um, I mean, I hope for his sake that he can get it going, but. I don't know. You're gonna have to he's gonna have to convince me. But if they come out, I think he's
1: gonna me. I think he's gonna be a fan favorite though. I mean I think the Jacksonville community is gonna love him. That don't uh, mean he's gonna be
0: good at coaching the team. They to love him. No, but him. I just
1: mean that I think, you know, locally I think they're gonna have his back for a couple of
0: years. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, maybe that might keep him around too long, but that doesn't help the franchise either.
1: No, I know. But I'm just saying I, I think he will be there for longer. And also, you know, to be fair, I think if you if you're starting off in a situation like this, I think as a coach, you should get, uh, you know, three or four years before Definitely. you kind of decide, like, is this really working or is it not working?
0: Yeah. Um, and the good thing, another good thing is that he's, um, whereas uh, I think of uh, Miami Dolphins coach Brian Flores came in, then stripped the team, and then mm-hmm. started over. So he had to, he began his career with a shitty record. Right. Whereas this team's already stripped for him. So poor Doug Yeah, Maroney that was like a full-on
1: fire sale in yeah. 2020.
0: And poor Doug Maroney, uh, they stripped the team during his last year, so he left out sputtering, you know, mm. trying to squeak out a win, and he couldn't do it for the last 15 games. Poor him. Uh, on to the Houston Texans, one of the most interesting <laughs> situations in mm-hmm. football. Uh, yep. finish, uh, as they're finished, they missed the playoffs with a 4-12 and record, third in the division. What kind of death is that?
2: Mm. they had a they had
0: a tough death they had like a, a a sickness that just troubled them their entire life and then they finally died it was like.
1: but a, i think i think given the fact that that much of the damage done to this team seems at least from you know mm-hmm. from the operational standpoint uh from the front office standpoint feels to me to be somewhat self-inflicted so i would say this is like a, suicide you know yeah, like a shotgun, <laughs> shotgun, shotgun in the mouth <laughs> <laughs> would would be my <laughs>
0: comparison. That's great, man. Their death is <laughs> death by suicide. Right. Uh, I mean, you, uh, yeah. you, they
1: let they let D Hop go. They fucking ruined Sean yeah. Watson. They they fuck everything up. Yeah. To me, this is like a gun, like double-barreled shotgun in the mouth while sitting on a rocking chair next to a fucking flask of
0: moonshine <laughs> <laughs> next to a flask of moonshine. the uh, uh guess their offensive rank mm,
1: i think i bet it's really high actually
0: right okay. because of the yeah, number you think of top of the league top half of the league you think
1: well i mean i know deshaun watson was like in the top five statistically as a quarterback
0: yeah i was pretty shocked by this 13th in the nfl man wow and defen- yeah. defensively they, they were 30th in the nfl Huh. Uh, so, yeah, uh, notable free agents, J.J. Watt, yep, uh, uh, lineman, uh, Will Fuller, wide receiver, Senio mm-hmm. Clemente, Clemente is a right guard, Roderick Johnston, Johnson is a left tackle, Vernon Hargraves, cornerback, he was pretty good in college, Tyrell Adams, linebacker, P.J. Hall, defensive lineman, Farrell Brown, tight end, Carlos Watkins, defensive lineman, and uh, A.J. Moore. Draft position? No first round picks.
1: Oh my god! <laughs>
0: <laughs> or second, because they gave both of those away to get Laramie Tunzel to the Miami Dolphins. God. So, yeah, they have uh, eight total picks in the draft, though, which is good. That's more than you're supposed to get. Sure. Uh, they own uh third round pick. Uh, I mean, they, they own they own the third pick in rounds three through seven because of their record. <laughs> And mm. they have compensatory picks from Arizona, Miami, and New Orleans. So that's how they built back up to eight. Mm. Their offensive needs. They obviously need defensive linemen. Mm. They need um wide receiver,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they need tight end. Mm. Salary cap situation: five point nine million in cap space, and five hundred thousand in dead money. So it's, uh, it's not that good of a situation at all. No. uh, Here's a summary. Bill O'Brien is a cautionary tale to all teams considering giving GM duties to their coach. He basically took a big risk to ensure his job security when he made that big trade with the Miami Dolphins for Laramie Tunzel and Kenny Stills. It it signaled that Houston was a win-now team, but it ended with Houston winning never. (laughs) 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 The Dolphins won hugely in that trade while Houston fired O'Brien and is starting over again. And let's not forget they have an unhappy superstar and a newly resigned president. They have heartedly hired a coach to try to appease Watson, but I will presume that David Cully, a 65-year-old career assistant, is not the long-term answer in the eyes of anyone. This means they'll likely be starting all over again, again. Watson is now reportedly willing to waive his no-trade clause, but O'Brien also signed him to a contract that is quite the load for any team to bear. Houston may have the shittiest organizational situation in the NFL. Oh yeah, and their defensive superstar wants out. It doesn't look good for owner Nick McNair, but in the NFL, the owner is fully in charge. Good luck finding things to cheer about for a while, Texans fans. They're going, mm. they're going for a while, a, a ride probably. Yeah, this team is fucked. This uh, team is fucked, man. This is the—I don't know if I—I I can't think of a situation like this in my lifetime that it, since yeah. I've been following teams like this.
1: And their 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 autopsy report, uh, you know, the double-barreled shotgun to the mouth, mm, kind yeah. of actually reminds me of their their other more famous resident. Uh, oh shit! Tex- Texas State Senator uh, uh, Ted Cruz, uh, <laughs> who who abandoned the state in the middle of a fucking ice storm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, this team is in a is is a real. Well, we keep calling it a dumpster fire. I'd say that's pretty accurate. I I don't see this team. This team may be bad for a while.
0: Yeah, I think so too, man. Because this Cully thing, that was just a shot in the dark just to get somebody black. And he light-skinned it.
1: Mm, Yeah. Some people might not even know he's black. Yeah. They went all Lena Horne all that shit.
0: (laughs) He looks like one of the Cosby kids.
1: Yeah, yeah. it took me... I actually had to read the article about him when he got... I was like, oh, man, of course they hired a white guy when I saw his picture. Uh, And then I read the article,
0: I was like, oh, wait, he's black? (laughs) Yeah, man, he got the Uh, one-drop rule all over (laughs) him.
1: Yeah. But uh, I I see this... when I'm sitting here looking at the AFC South standings from the past year, and I see the Jaguars and the Texans flipping places. Jaguars finish third, Texans will finish last. That's... Yeah. Especially if Deshaun Watson... Either leaves or, I mean, I could also see Deshaun Watson holding out. You know, I mean, if if oh, they decide they really don't want to let case. him go, yeah. if they feel like they can't, because now they're trying to say that they want three first round draft picks in exchange for Deshaun Watson, uh, and there just aren't a lot of teams that have. They, there aren't a lot of teams that even have that to give.
0: No, you have it, but then. I mean, it would have to be next year in a year. You know what I mean? It's going to be. Yeah. And then yeah. nobody's giving up their first-round pick this year. It's, uh, it's Well, they would for him, but they're not going to do it for uh, three years with him. And no. that contract? Like, you're asking a team for a lot, man. Hey, take this what? crazy contract we gave this guy and give us three years' worth of first-round picks. Good luck.
1: I think, in a way, I mean, there, there are reasons to do it. I mean, he's obviously, like I said, despite the fact that the Texans were you know, horrible this year. I mean, Watson himself had statistically a great year.
0: Yeah, he's a great quarterback. Um,
1: You know. um, He's going to be the face here.
0: franchise. He's going to be beloved by the fans. He's like, he's a good dude. Dude.
1: Yeah, but if he stays there, he's going to run the risk of being, you know, kind of like, you know, another Matty Stats, you know, a guy who finishes top five in in the league every year, but never, you know, really puts it together because his team is so poorly managed. Um yeah. yeah. I I hope he winds up somewhere w- where he can be where he can you know play to his potential and and be rewarded for being as good as he is. Uh, I agree. I, agree I, I think that. it I think it sucks that he's stuck with the Texans. I'd, I I'd like to see him basically anywhere but that.
0: I hope they could drop the the price. I mean drop the demand and and get him in uh I'd like to see him in Carolina.
1: I I'm willing as a unofficial manager of the Atlanta Falcons, I'm willing to do a direct one-to-one swap. Matty Stats with so <laughs> If you guys are listening,
0: yeah. you know. <laughs> Good luck. All right. Uh, the final team that we're doing an autopsy on is the uh, Tennessee Titans. Mm. They finished with a wild-card loss in the playoffs versus the Ravens. I think it's mm-hmm. the same type of death as the Colts with the middle age heart attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the Titans though, because people thought they would do a little better. That's two years in a row too.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: that they get there and they get beat. Uh, division ranked first in the division with eleven and five record. Offensive rank third, with the second most uh rushing yards per game, of course. Defensive rank twenty eighth. I was surprised by that that they were so low in defense.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I knew there yeah. were there was a, a liability, but I didn't know they were twenty eighth. Notable yeah. free agents: Jadavion Clowney, edge defender, with the the biggest scam uh, ever in defensive player draft.
1: Yeah, that guy I'm didn't really like turn man. out to be at all what 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 he he's he's certainly not as good as he thinks he is.
0: He was number one draft pick because of one fucking tackle, man. It's crazy. Mm. He, he hit the dude. Dude, it was a great tackle. that hits the dude. Helmet flies up, and that should <laughs> blew his draft stock up. Uh, Daquan Jones, defensive lineman, Corey Davis, wide receiver, <laughs> Steven Goskowski, what kicker, <laughs> Ty Simbrylo, right tackle, uh, Jack Crawford, defensive lineman, Jeff Swain, tight end, John U. Smith, tight end, Desmond King, cornerback, Jayon Brown, uh, linebacker, and Anthony Fersker, tight end. So mm. that's three tight ends on their free agency. Uh, draft position number 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have four total picks, all in the first three rounds. Their offseason needs, obviously tight end, edge, cornerback, wide receiver, and defensive lineman. Salary cap situation, $2.2 over the cap right now. Ah, $722,000 in dead money. Uh, mm-hmm. My summary is the uh, Tennessee finished the season with a disappointing showing in a wildcard game against the Ravens, an offense that was one of the best in the league could only muster 13 points. I was surprised mm-hmm. to see how Low the defense finished, 28th, and the salary cap number is also concerning. The situation isn't as bad as it looks as they can make a few tough decisions and maybe restructure some guys to get under the cap, but that defense needs some pieces, and that may cost. Only having four picks in the draft puts pressure on Vrabel and company to nail their picks. Free agency will be key for Tennessee to make some good additions to the defense to supplement that offense. There's no telling how long the team can lean on Derrick Henry, whose contract it's one to keep an eye on as the running back position is getting less and less valued. I personally think Tennessee gets worse next year mm. or this year.
1: I think you might be right, actually. I mean, you know, they um, there's obviously a lot to like on the offensive side of the ball. Ryan Tannehill um, has exceeded expectations yeah. since, since coming to Tennessee. Um, Derrick Henry is obviously a beast. Yeah. Um, but also, what's his name? Is it AJ Brown at wide receiver? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that guy is so much fun to watch. Yeah. He's so fun to watch. Um, but they're in like
0: win now mode, too. Like, yeah. These contracts are going to come up soon.
1: But they're one of these. Te- this is a great example of how, you know, you, you, um, disregard one side of the ball at your own peril. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like you, you got everything humming on the offensive side, um, but if you cannot fix this defensive side, you're not going to – you're not going to the Super Bowl. Because, yeah. I mean, that's every, let's face it, that's every team's goal is to, go to, is to win the Super Bowl. Right. And you're not going to win it as long as you have a defense like this. Yeah. It's not going to happen.
0: Because there's going to be some games when you can't – you're not able to score points. So you're going to have to hold teams – under, mm-hmm. you know, whole teams down in points.
1: And it's not like their offense is so good that they can afford to just yeah. try and outscore you. Like right. we're just going to we're just going to have fucking, you know, full-on barn burners every all for all 17 weeks of the NFL season. That's not going to happen. Right. Um, and, you know, kudos to the Ravens for stopping Derrick Henry in the playoffs. I mean, that's like that kind of showed you if somebody could figure out a way to sort of minimize the damage that Derrick Henry can do, this team uh, is basically nothing.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, if you don't give up, if they can't get a 168 yards like they average, then mm-hmm. they're in trouble. But mm-hmm. it could be in trouble. Yeah. So yeah. So that's it, man. That's the AFC South, mm-hmm. uh, and the news for this week. So next week we're gonna move on to the uh, NFC West. That's gonna be well, interesting. Well, well, yeah. 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 Let's yeah, talk, to talk to you about on those that. Guys. Yeah. So. um that's all I got, man. Thanks, everybody, for checking out this episode of SvenFL. We'll be back next week with some talk about the NFC West and updates and all news and uh, rumors as well. Uh, I have been Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, Zara. And we will catch you next time. Peace. Later, y'all.